Hi, and welcome to the Art of the Profitable Lifestyle Gym podcast. I'm Chris Thorndike, a 14-year practicing brick-and-mortar gym owner. In this podcast, we'll talk you through how to grow your gym membership base with long-term members, how to create a consistent flow of leads, and how to enjoy running a gym that gives you the income you need to live the lifestyle you want. I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month take home and make $5,000 a month in gym profit. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris with Factory Forge, joined by Andrea Ramos, our marketing director. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, everyone. Cool. So today, uh, exciting topic. I think this is on most gym owners' minds as far as how to generate consistent leads. You know, this uh, really is an important factor for uh, so many businesses to grow, so many people to feel confident and uh, I think excited that they're starting new relationships and getting new clients. But why is it so stressful for people? Oh, man. I think this is, yeah, by far the the biggest issue that we hear about is like, how do I get more people to just come in the door? How do I get more interest? And it's always like, if I could just get them in the door, I know, I know I'll close them. I like that. We hear that all the time. So the really, the big issue is like, yeah, like how do you generate consistent leads, consistent interest to your gym? Um, and I think it's the biggest problem because they're, there, it's both a, a science and an art, right? Like there is a science to a system, um, but then there's a level of art of, you know, um, you know, the, the buyer psychology and uh, ad copy and images and all of those do a dance, um, the messaging that you put out there to attract your ideal client. Um, although there is like a systemized way, there's a science to it. It does also require a level of art. And I think that what I, what I see is gym owners are just like, just tell me what to do. (laughs) And it's like, give me the easy button. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what's the ad copy? What, what's the thing that I have to do so that I can be guaranteed this result, And one that is, you can't expect that for anything, right? Other than like tracking macros and like losing weight, I don't really know anything else that can be a guarantee, right? But that's actually like a science, like you're at a 500 calorie deficit, like you will lose weight, you know, and even that, like if you're really stressed out, if you're not sleeping enough, if something else is going on, like it might not actually work. So, um, So it's important to realize like life doesn't always work that way. Like you can't be guaranteed something um, in really anything like it. And so when it comes to this area, I think it's a little harder to um, not expect that because it's such an important part of your business that you desperately want that to be like a guarantee. Like I just want enough people so that I can sign up two to three people every single week. Like, can that work like clockwork? And the answer is like, yes, there can be a system that produces that, but letting go of the, um, the like idea that there's a cheat sheet or a winning thing to do. Like there are tried and true principles and they do develop a system, but they require optimizing. They require continuous like effort. It's not just like a set it and forget it sort of thing. Um, 
so yeah, I think like approaching that space with that mindset is going to ultimately help, you know, you with your marketing. What I think is important to, to kind of recap that is you, if you want to be great at owning and running your business, you have to learn to market. And that will require you to expand beyond maybe your current comfort levels. You know, I know I had to do this. And, you know, when you start out as a coach, you, you really vested in the service side and, you know, knowing what to do for a client to, you know, lose weight or build muscle or stay on track. And, you know, this is an area that needs to be trained and built up just like your coaching skills. So today, you know, our conversation really is going to go with, uh, into, uh, maybe some of the, the fears or the concerns you have, you know, and a lot of gym owners tell me, I feel stuck in this area of my business. I feel like I don't know what to do or, you know, how to have a marketing plan. I don't even have a system in place. Um, I want that. I need that. And I recognize, I just don't know where to begin. And, you know, what we're about to talk to you today about and what we've built into our factory forge, uh, system is understanding how to take control of the situation and gain a sense of power and starting leads uh, up for the first time is exhilarating. It's fun. You're like, holy crap, people are actually interested in what I have to say and what I'm offering. And then how to control, I'd say, the volume uh, by kind of stepping on the gas or feeding this fire, this marketing fire with the right fuel. So today, guys, if, if you're really stuck or feel like you're waiting for leads to come to you, or you don't know where to begin, this is going to be a great conversation uh, for you to take back that power and start feeling a sense of, I know what to, to focus on. I know what to look for. And I think if you get that out of it, you're going to start getting excited uh, you know, for growing your business and feeling like, hey, I at least know the direction and you know the, the things I need to start doing. Uh, so before we do that, Andre, I want to just recap everybody in the previous four uh, podcast, we have gone through our five-step lifestyle gym framework. And what that is, is a focused way of looking at your business in five easy uh, steps. So the first was uh, we talked over how to deliver a transformational uh, result to your clients. This means that you have an organized program that delivers an outcome and it's repeatable with all of your clients. So it's a consistent way to get results people pay for a proven process. You need to package that up and start talking confidently about what the outcome is if you're going to command um, you know, professional rates. The second system is onboarding new members efficiently. If you are doing group training, group fitness, we need a way to get our clients right into the group atmosphere because that's what we do best. We need it to be safe. We need it to be efficient, but it also needs to make sure that every single client coming in, we know how to communicate the results they're getting so that they stay longer, they see and recognize the value, and they uh, will share it with everybody. So the third step and system is enrolling people at the right price. We talked through, you know, how to identify what the true costs of your business are, how to reverse engineer that into the price point that you need to charge to make profit, need to charge to make a professional income. And then we talked through some of the psychology on, you know, how to get people to see why you're different and stand out from your competitors. And then on our uh, fourth podcast, uh, creating high quality prospects. One of the most important steps in filtering uh, down your list of people that are maybe window shopping, just kind of softly interested 
into high probability people that are ready today to enroll, uh, you will need to build that relationship. You'll need to stand out in uh, qualifying is that step uh, for you to do that and make sure that you're talking to the right people that are looking at this as a lifestyle. And uh, we like that as gym owners because we know that it takes time to build and you know develop the type of training programs that produce the best results. And if someone's coming in with a short-term mindset, it's not good for business and it's definitely not good uh, for them if they think they're going to you know be able to transform their you know, entire fitness and, you know, get fast, easy results. It just doesn't work that way. So today guys is the fifth system where we talk through generating, uh, not just leads, but consistent leads, right? We want to make sure these businesses are sustainable, that they're profitable year round. And, uh, we're going to talk through some proven practices that are going to strengthen, not just your, your education, but, uh, how you operate in this system. So that you feel confident, you feel in, feel in control, of going out and getting new clients. So with that being said, uh, one of the first things we talked about uh, in kicking this off is this feeling of feeling stuck and waiting for people versus feeling in control of leads. How do you begin this process in gaining a confidence? Like what, what is the first thing we need to um, you know, do when it comes to starting to get people to reach out to you, starting to uh, build awareness and promote your company, where do you start for the person that really doesn't have a step one? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think the the first sort of like when I think through like, okay, what are the milestones that a gym owner has to believe, do, uh, act on in order to start creating the system? The first thing is to realize that they are actually more in control than they think. Um, but the, the reason why it feels so hard and so out of your control is because you're not actually doing much to attract people. You're waiting for people to ask. And if you just wait without making people an offer, no one's going to inquire. That's just like sales psychology. You have to ask someone, is this something that you're interested in? Or, um, you know, click here for more info if you actually want to start those conversations. So I think the first like piece is definitely a mindset of I, everything is figure outable. I can build this thing. Um, and it just requires like following, like, you know, the steps to do that. And so the second thing um, is starting with, okay, what do I already have out there? What do, what are the, the things that I, that are already like mine, as in like, I own this platform or this media space. Um, and so when if we list them out, they're going to be, you have access to your website. Most people have a website available. So that's where people are already generally going when they want to learn more about you. You have an Instagram page, usually um, a Facebook page, usually, and then you have your members. So those are like, okay, these are the four areas that I can leverage to create interest, conversation, demand. And so that's kind of like, you know, one, believe that you, you have control over this Two, identify where, where you can start. And then three is like, okay, now here's the strategy of um, how do we actually 
uh, convert in those platforms. And that's going to have to do with, um, you know, actually making an offer that people are intrigued by and want to learn more about. And so that can take us into Facebook ad strategy, Instagram strategy, even website strategy. Like a lot of times we see gym owners um, hurt trying to generate interest with free trial or book your free intro. And we've just seen time and time again, that's not actually what people who have a high intent to buy are actually wanting, right? If you want to buy something, you're typically going to ask yourself, what is this? How does this work? How much is it? Is it for me? Like, right. If, if you're not, you're just window shopping and that's okay. Like people window shop, but they're not your ideal client. Um, your ideal client will think of those things. And so creating a call to action on your website that actually presents that information to them is going to convert higher and you're going to be attracting more of the right people. Um, so those are kind of like the three sort of things that you, you know, you want to start thinking through. And then, um, those are kind of like what I would say the starting points, but then from there, you kind of start building into your gym, a marketing system. So in order for my website to convert, what's the strategy and what do I have to do on a daily and weekly basis in order for my Facebook content or ads to convert, what's the strategy, what's the call to action, and what do I have to do on a weekly and daily basis? And same thing for um, Instagram and even referrals, right? Like, are you working the lead sources to create consistency? Um, And the answer might be no, one, because I didn't even know what a lead source was, or two, because I don't know what the strategy is to convert within those lead sources. So it's probably those two. So you're probably missing like the strategy behind it, or even how to, you know, build it. One of the, the first things that, you know, you said, and I want to recap this for, for listeners is um, you got to use the, the resources that you already have in place, building these things out. Like if you think of, you know, building a website from the ground up or scratch, it, it it's, takes a lot of time. And, you know, if you're in business, you need to grow now. You need, you need to, st- you know, keep enrollments coming in because every day, you know, we have members, um, not every day, but every week members leaving, uh, it's called attrition. So each month we start a new month with a net negative number is how I look at it. So naturally these gyms will lose three to six people, uh, and we have to replace them. And then if you want to grow, you have to grow beyond that with new enrollments that exceed your attrition rate. So one of the first things that I look at you know, when starting working with a gym client uh, is actually, how do I know if this program is working? Like they're scared, they're intimidated as a client trying to lose body fat or, you know, gain muscle or just feel like it's progressing. You know, in our system, Andrea, we start with a baseline. We start with helping them say, this is how we're going to determine if the program's working. I think the same can be said with uh, lead gen is like, Owners need to recognize that the inputs, the effort, the time that they're putting in is actually working. So if you miss this, you mentioned lead sources, you know, things like your website, your Facebook, your Instagram uh, referrals. If you're not tracking that, this gets very, very scary for you because you can't see if the time and the energy you're putting into your marketing is actually generating 
conversations and people reaching out. And that is a scary place to be because over time, you give that a couple of days, couple of weeks, you'll quit. You'll end up stopping, even if it's working. But if you can't see that it's working, uh, that is going to cost you big time. Not to mention, you're not going to have a proven process for interpreting the right information and becoming a smart business owner, meaning you have to know your numbers, you have to know your data so that you can make educated decisions on what you're working on within a true marketing system. So what I mean by that is having an understanding of how many people are filling out your website form. How many people are filling out your Facebook forum, your Instagram, your referrals? And when you have that information, it's motivating. It's so exciting to see that people are finding you from all these different areas. And those become uh, what I'd call, you know, the, if we're looking at it like a map, those are the things that we know directionally where to focus our time and our attention. And without it, we're kind of flying blind. We have no compass. We, ha we have no direction. And that's that scary feeling I found in gym owners where it's almost panic or this feeling of being stuck. I don't know which direction to focus on. I don't know what steps to take. So you take nothing and you just sit there and you feel like you're waiting. And that is a scary feeling because each month that turns over, we know, you know, a few people are going to leave. And if I don't replace them, what, you know, what's going to happen? So guys, that's the first thing of just saying, is it working? You need to set up this uh, you know, marketing system with the intention of saying, how many people are reaching out to me? I need to see that information so I know that I'm on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And the marketing data is the driving sort of decision maker, at least for me. Like I like to look at the numbers. What's the conversion rate? What, what, what does the data tell us? And then how can we make the best decision analyzing that data? And so when you think about marketing, like, yes, there's the creative side, um, which is kind of like the art, but the science is if you get this amount of leads and you're converting at this rate, you are going to sign up two to three people a week. Um, you know, whatever, whatever those numbers are for you. And for some of you guys, you might be starting at like, I am generating two leads and I'm converting one maybe. And that's where I'm at. And that's fine. Knowing that, knowing those numbers is going to actually put you ahead of the game because a lot of gym owners just don't know that. Um, they don't know how many leads came in. They don't know how many conversations they had, and they don't know how they're converting at each stage of their sales process, which is really hard, right? Like you can't fix something if you don't know, like if you don't know where you're at with anything, you're just essentially like throwing things out there. Um, so that is, I think, um, one really empowering to know where you're at, where your numbers are at, and then what do you have to do in order to increase, you know, each part of your sales process. Um, that's a more empowering place to be, be than the flip side, which is typically what I hear gym owners do and say is, well, I don't do marketing stuff. I coach, I'm a service provider. So I'm going to coach and I'm going to be the best best coach in my local market, word's going to get out that I'm the, like, this gym is the place to go and people are going to sign up. And that is not, that's not a strategy. Like it is in the sense of like, you're wanting to retain your members and actually provide like a good quality service, which is a good thing. 
but that is a, I want to say like a delayed marketing strategy. It's not a proactive marketing strategy. Um, like, yes, you want to be known for your quality service, but you don't want to bank on that as a driving force. Like that's kind of like a compounding thing that happens as you establish yourself as, you know, a reputable company that provides quality service. Because the thing that happens is when you rely on that, you're essentially just putting your, um, you're making your clients responsible for your marketing and you can't do that. Like that is a bonus. Like if you wow them and they tell everyone, great, but you as the business owner should be responsible for your marketing. So you're outsourcing your marketing to your members in hopes that they like are so wowed that they tell their friends and family. Um, and that's super disempowering because you have no control over that, right? Some people are just shy and they're not going to do that. Other people are like, I just come here to work out. Like I'm not going to post on Facebook. So like that's, um, those are, that's just people like, they're not, you know, they're not going to own that seat like you would um, if you were like, this is my responsibility. This is what I have to do. Here's the numbers that I have to, you know, track and analyze. And here's how I move the needle forward uh, day in and day out. So once you've established the sources, these become uh, kind of the the areas that you need to promote yourself and talk about yourself. And this is one of the hardest things I think for gym owners, because they feel like they're bragging. They feel like it's rude possibly to, you know, talk about all the amazing things happening, even if you believe you have great service. So I want to give all you guys out there permission that you need to talk about the wins. You need to tell people what's happening inside this atmosphere that you created, because it is unique. It is special. But if you don't tell anyone about it, to Andre, your point, the members are not going to do the work in the heavy lifting for you. So we literally need to get what's trapped inside of these unique communities and what's happening on the day-to-day with your client's success. And that becomes part of the message, part of the problems that you're solving, part of the solutions that you're helping people you know, achieve and uh, find success in. If we don't talk about that, no one's going to know. And if you don't talk about it, you're not promoting, you're not advertising, aka marketing. So the whole point of marketing is to actually talk about the successes and talk about uh, the challenges that you're helping people overcome. Because there's one thing for certain that people looking for um, a program and you know fitness coaching is they're often aware of what they don't have. They are often aware of why, uh, where they're stuck in their journey but they're looking for solutions. They're looking for people that can help them through that or out of that uh, sticking point. And if you don't present yourself as a option, you'll never be one. So that's really what we're talking about next. And I'd, I'd like to open this up kind of in a simpler format and just continue to bring our audience with us is, you know, we talked about, you know, establishing tracking and sources. That's step one of like, just kind of a good operating uh, plan. Um, and part of our factory forge model is we first set up the sources. Can we talk through the concept of a funnel? I think that analogy works so good when uh, we're looking at this, um, you know, ongoing 
and repeatable process. I found that when we say lead process and, and I, I want to think of it in terms of just a few steps. So I'll kind of introduce one and then I'll have you elaborate on it. So for instance, like with paid advertising, if you're not familiar with Facebook, consider this uh, catching you up. The concept of a funnel, right? Is step one, we put out our message and you know we're able to attract people through their scrolling. Just imagine, you know, people scrolling on their phone or they're scrolling on their mouse. And all of a sudden, an advertisement pops up. It's an image. It's got great you know, text that appeals to their problem. And that's what gets them to click through to what I'd call step two, is they click and they hit either a form or a landing page that gives them a little more information. And then they're instructed to fill out uh, and, and submit information to get uh, you know, started on learning about the program. But it's systematic, guys, in saying, hey, you first must slow people down and get them to pay attention to you. Then from there, uh, taking them to something like a landing page allows you to directly communicate a little bit more information that people who are interested are ready for. And then the last step, you're encouraging them to get started on the, I'd say, buying process, not get started on the program. But we have to realize that this is just like dating one of the first things we have to do to get to know our person, we can't rush right into the sale or it's going to be creepy. You don't want to be the creepy person that you know goes right in for, oh, come right into the facility or do you want to sign up right now? It's like too fast, too soon, guys. So if anything, consider this you know, the, the roadmap to slow down, be patient, build a long-term relationship with, uh, with some confidence knowing that it takes time for people to make decisions. And we need to be the, the, the program that recognizes where they're at in the buying process. So let's open this up and just kind of talk through some funnel awareness, and then we can get into messaging and some of that other uh, more detailed work. But I'm trying to bring them along and just say, hey, once you got your sources, you know, this concept of a funnel can really be stretched across all of those, you know, different uh, sources. Yeah. So how the, in the, in the funnel, the a sales funnel, um, is like an overall sort of like strategy that you have for like anybody who like knows they have a problem, they know they want a solution, they're trying to find it, they're opting in to learn more about your process, they're talking to you, they're getting on the phone call and they're enrolling. So the the funnel is like the top, a lot of people will know that they have a problem that they want to solve. And then a smaller amount of people will, um, actually want to solve that problem. And then smaller amount will take action. A smaller amount will actually opt in smaller amount will talk to you. And then a small, a select few will actually talk to you. So meaning like the funnel, um, if you picture a funnel, it like gets smaller near the bottom. Um, so when you are thinking about like, okay, how do I generate, how do I get the people who are already aware that they have a problem to, like move to the the stage of I um, I'm aware that I want a solution. That is the kind of the 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 essence of the point of marketing at that level is just to intrigue them and like tap into their curiosity, tap into their interest, tap into something that like already um, they're already like aware of. And so the strategy for that in different is going to look different in different lead sources, right? In a, in a Facebook ad, you are capturing someone's attention that 
wasn't necessarily thinking about fitness in your website, you're capturing someone's attention who has a higher intent to buy in Facebook. Um, like just page you're capturing someone at least knows who you are on your Instagram page. You're capturing someone who, uh, follows you. So they have an idea that you are a gym. So because these different platforms, um, attract or, or are for different intent buyers at different stages of like, do they even know who you are? Your strategy to get them to opt in is going to look different. And so that's what is really important for, um, to just be aware of like, who is my audience here and what do they need to make the opt-in or to like be intrigued by my program. Um, that's the, the mindset and the, the frame that you want to go into when you're marketing. Uh, cause that's going to ultimately help you. Right. A lot of times like free intro, free trial is like the thing that is like the strategy for all of these things. And it's like, is that even what they want? Like, is that actually what they want? Or do you just think, of course, people want a free week. Like, of course they want a free trial. You'd be surprised. They actually just want to learn about your program. They don't necessarily, they're not really necessarily even ready to even think about working out with strangers because they don't know how it works. And so I think that that's a very big um, mistake that I see is like, if I do a free trial, that is, that's it. Like who wouldn't want to try this? Who wouldn't want to come in? And I can tell you a lot of people, they're intimidated by it. They want to learn if it's going to be something they like, are they going to look silly? Like they have a lot of questions before they even consider like me going in there. So. Yeah. The, the thing that I've realized in, in, you know, working in this industry for over 15 years is that if we don't take control of the buying process and guide them through it, they're like kittens running around. Uh, and we're trying to herd them into this organized, you know, routine. And what I've found is if you give up too much control over the buying process, you're not really guiding them. You're letting them roam around and, and they will come up with their own version of what it means to buy fitness. And the truth is, is they're going to compare it to the things that they've dabbled in or someone else has done. And you really never get to showcase uh, why you're unique and special because the whole point of this conversation guys is to get in front of someone who is genuinely interested. I mean, that is what elite is, is they've submitted some kind of uh, form or they've reached out to you on a platform. They've made themselves aware with a name and a way to communicate with them. And the rest is on us to qualify them. It's a different system that we're, we dive into in an earlier podcast, but today is really about saying, Hey, how do we get people to see us and notice us so we become an option? And how do we uh, understand that we uh, have a level of connection to them because we, we recognize and, and work with people like them? We understand what they're going through. We understand the real problem they're dealing with on a day-to-day, and we have a solution. We actually can get them out of that state of being uncomfortable or not feeling like themselves or being so out of shape that they just don't want to look in the mirror. And if we can connect with those, you know, ideal clients that we work with, then we stand a shot at building the relationship and earning the sale. 
But if you fast forward too quickly, but you're not going to recognize that there's a lot of steps happening here. And that's what we mean by setting up a real marketing system is that you've taken the time to, in many ways, Andrea, you know, we look at this, uh, you know, in our, our, you know, our practice is saying, hey, the, the service actually starts at the point of the, you know, the marketing, you know, we're trying to serve the people that uh, don't have a solution right now. They, otherwise they'd be, you know, involved in another program. They'd already be on track. So they're, they don't have an option right now because they're not aware is how I look at it. And if we don't present ourselves as an option, we can't start more of these conversations and we can't start more, uh, you know, members on the right path. So the whole funnel concept guys, just kind of recap is like, we have to put ourselves out there in a systematic way. And that starts with saying, Hey, step one, we've got our message out there. Uh, we're, we're, throwing our line in the water to, you know, hook people in and at least just say, Hey, here's what we have to offer. Now the clarity of, uh, that message, the alignment of that is really whether we earn the contact information. Right. And, and there are some skills and strategies for doing that. And I just want to kind of close this, uh, this out, Andrea, with talking through, what would that look like just to uh, earn the instructions? Uh, some people call it the call to action. Some people call it, you know, the next step. But without the proper um, instruction, a lot of people out there are missing just the opportunity to have a conversation with someone because they kind of leave it out there for them to guess or they offer the wrong thing. Um what advice do you have for people that are new to call to actions and new to, uh, let's just say, having a first step of saying, submit your information so that we know who you are and we know where to send this information to? Um, so I think the the most, like the biggest return on investment that any gym owner can can make with their time and in terms of like seeing growth and marketing is to really strive to understand their problem, their clients or their prospects problems and the words that they're saying. I think a lot of times you generalize like, oh, people just want to get fit and healthy. Okay. But why? Like, why does Susie, who is a mom of three, want to get fit and healthy? And if I ask that to people or to gym owners, they'll probably say something like, well, because she wants to keep up with her kids and you know, like, why wouldn't she be? And that is, that's kind of the issue, right? Like you need to know Susie, the mom of three at such a like deep level. Why does that matter to her? Like what moments in her life are causing her pain? Because this is because her health and fitness is an issue. Like, what is she thinking that she doesn't tell anybody? Like, those are the things that need to be in your marketing and like, part of your messaging so that when Susie stumbles upon your ad and she reads the words that you're saying, she can have a moment that is, oh my gosh, that's what I, I was thinking that they're in my head. How did they know that? Wow. They get me. I, I like, I'm pretty confident they could like solve my problem. Let me keep learning more. That is the breakthrough. That is the light bulb moment you want your prospects to have. And that's what you're after. And the only way that you're going to get that consistently is if you truly know and understand your clients. 
at a deeper level, at a deeper level than like the superficial, I want to build muscle and lose weight. Right. Cause yes, we all want to do that, but we also like, you know, you want to cater and appeal to the real issue, the real problem, the struggles, like the things that they're sick of trying and starting over again, like what they're really missing, what they really desire. Um, packaging that into a program is going to naturally like uh, attract your ideal client. And so um, I think that is like the, the biggest thing that I would recommend uh, gym owners do is like ask your clients that you signed up, like, why did you, why did you sign up? Like, what were you missing? Or even the people that you're talking to, like, what's the biggest issue? What are you running into? Um, and then write those words down and put them into Google doc and just like have a list. And so when you are, you know, creating anything, um, whether it is a Facebook post or an Instagram post, use those exact words and then make an offer. And the offer really can be if you would like to learn more about this life-changing program, click here. And that is going to go ahead and prompt a, a form. But because you've already given them something like a value, which is I feel understood and seen, they're going to trust you more and they're going to be more willing to give you their contact information. Um, so that's kind of the way that you want to think about it. Um, there are a lot of you know different ways to position and offer, whether it's like a challenge or a program or like front facing like that, that's kind of like the science of marketing. The art is how well do you know your prospect? The person that can articulate someone's pain at a like clear level is a person who is going to be assumed as the expert. Um, so that's what you want to, to be to your ideal client. You want to be the person that they're like, they can help me. Why? Cause they get it. They get me. They understand me, my issues, my problems. How do I know that? They just told me. <laughs> and so that is, I think, um, the highest return of investment um, that any gym owner, marketer can get is learn your ideal client better than they know themselves. Love it. And and for those of you guys searching, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of leave you with... Uh, you know, one of the things that I've seen uh, in in years and years, this hasn't really changed research-wise, where a lot of people come in wanting to know how does it work, what does it cost, right? And when we start aligning our call to actions with the things that are immediate on their mind and urgent and important, you guys will start getting more information, more leads coming in uh, because you see where they're emotionally at and what they value how that conversation goes after that point of contact is really important to the qualifying of them. But the point is, is you don't know who you have the ability to start a relationship with if they don't speak up. So this is about getting them to speak up. Let's kind of shift gears. Uh, lastly, I know you wanted to talk about this is like, what does a good marketing system look like for a gym owner? What are the things that they should have in a week uh, lined up to feel like I'm doing the things that will uh, create consistent leads uh, and uh, feel like really I'm pushing, I'm going out and getting my brand into areas and I'm working the marketing side. I'm not sitting back. I'm not feeling stuck. I'm feeling powered and in control because I know exactly what I'm doing. What would that look like um, uh, briefly for people to, to get a context of, you know, running a marketing system each week? 
So I think the, the like daily and weekly marketing tasks would be number one. Um, like there's like a, a startup sort of phase. And then like, once that foundation is set, then you're working those. So if you're starting from scratch, number one, does your website have a clear call to action? One clear call to action, not download my PDF and, uh, or schedule my free training or schedule a free intro or, you know, a lot of times websites have multiple call to actions and sort of like the first step is, does your website have one high converting call to action that is actually generating leads? Um, so once you have that set up, great, likely most gym owners have an email list of prospects that they have, you know, accumulated like an email list. Um, am I sending them an email every week explaining that to them, their problem, the solution and how to get started. Like, is that consistent? Um, how am I leveraging my social media pages? So am I posting on there? Not just like, you know, uh, Philip from the 7am class PR would his deadlift, which is great. But like, are you actually making your audience, like the people who are following you on the page and offer? Are you talking about your program? Are you on Instagram stories? Are you posting? Like how much presence do you actually have in those platforms? Um, and then are you actually making an offer? So there's one thing to like, just film your class working out. It's another thing to film your class working out and then being, getting on stories and being like, that was the 7am class super love coaching them. If you are someone who needs accountability and guidance to actually know what you're doing at the gym and wants to, uh, try out a program that gives you the accountability to be consistent, you know, send me a DM or vote on this poll or click the link in my bio. Like, are you actually making an offer or people know, Oh, if I wanted to do that, here's what I would do. Um, because people don't know, they really don't like a lot of times you'll be confused. Cause you're like, I say this all the time. How do you not know? They don't, they just like passively scroll and consume your content. So the more that you say it and the more that they hear it, the more that they're like, Oh, okay. Um, same with Facebook. Are you posting on there actively? Um, are you using your personal page to leverage like the community and the audience that you already know in your hometown? Um, so those are like the things that you want to be doing on a weekly basis. If you're running ads, how, like how well did it do this week? What's the conversion rate? Like, what are the uh, metrics telling me? What can I continue to optimize? Right? Like when I'm in classes, I need to take pictures. I need to take videos. Like this is marketing, um, content and assets that I will later need that I just want to continue to stockpile so that I always have something to present. Um, so those are the things that like really add up over time. If you do them every week, you're going to get better at your messaging. You're going to get better at, um, you know, the pictures that you use. Cause you're just going to see again, the patterns that the data tells you. Um, so that's what I would say. So kind of in conclusion, guys, I, I want to recap this just a little bit, what we talked about and, um, uh, go from there. So the first thing that, you know, we work through is just establishing that you have data to make solid decisions. That's called lead sources. You know, exactly how many people are reaching out to you before you start, you know, pumping content out there. You really got to have a sense of, is this working? Am I on track? 
and I should keep going more in this direction or what I'm writing out there is in alignment. I got to keep you know, on this path. Second thing is, is understanding that concept of the funnel of saying, hey, I've got to attract people that you know need my help i solve problems for these types of people you have to go to them with the the empathy and the the confidence that you're solving problems like uh that inside your program and you want to attract more people like that you need to give them a call to action uh so that they do the right thing to get a hold of you click this button you know send a text here like make sure it's clear and concise to begin the relationship and in a sense, guys, that's marketing 101. We want to make sure that you consistently do that each and every week. Don't overcomplicate it. Uh, for those of you guys that are just listening in and don't have a good marketing system, you know, this is what Factory Forge does exceptionally well when setting up Jim's uh, operating, uh, you know, marketing business systems. And if you want, you know, to, to be able to have a sense of control, a sense of confidence with marketing, we've gotten this down to three to five hours a week to really create consistent leads. That looks like actionable steps showing up in your workday and saying, I know what to click. I know what to write. I know where to publish this. I know how to you know, get people to you know, come in. And that looks like you know, each week having two to three leads a day, which adds up to eight to 10 professionally priced enrollments every single month. And if you want that level of consistency and stability of your business, that's when you know it's a good time to start reaching out to us and having that conversation of where you're at, where you want to go, and what it's going to take to get there. If you're ready to start growing your membership base with long-term clients and building a gym that gives you income and lifestyle, then I want to invite you to apply to my program where I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month, take home, and make $5,000 a month in gym profit without spending all of your time working by implementing our proven process, the lifestyle gym model. Head to factoryforge.com forward slash apply to apply to work with us.